Hello. Estamos de regreso con un episodio nuevo de No Pues. Wow. En donde discutimos política para los pendejos. Mm -hmm. <risa> Yo. Parándola <risa> para los metiches. Como, como, como las tías. Y cultura <risa> para nuestra gente. Fierro pariente. <risa> ok, bueno. mi raza. Estamos de nuevo y estamos en un día. Quería hacer Ay. un brindis. Ay, perdón, pues dime. Una, una saludita porque por fin pudimos traer nuestros mugs, guys. You guys, you guys, I have been forgetting this fucking mug. I got so excited mm -hmm. that we had a mug. Yeah. I got so excited that we had a mug. And all of a sudden, she decided to take it and then forgot it, basically. Literally. Mm -hmm. Literally. So, salud. So, por fin, salud. Last time we had cantaritos. This time we have some uh, spiced, um, what do we have? Spiked. Oh, spiked. Perdón. Spike. Spiced. No tiene chile. I'm sorry. ¿Te gusta, que te, pique, ¿Te gusta que te pique el chile, Michelle? Mm -hmm. Bueno. Why not? Salud. So, if you Qué guys rico. want us to try some of your, like, your drinks or whatnot, yes. you guys should t totally send us your um, yes. recipes, and then we'll try and make them so that we can actually give also a small review on the drinks that you guys send us. Uh, we yes. were just thinking. Anything we make is going to be amazing. Yeah. Bitch. So, what the what review are we going to be like? Well, no, because <laughs> I might just be like, you know what? My preference, I should no probably be like, oh, no. <laughs> well, I liked it better with... I don't know, some different kind of tequila. El tequi no, I'm just kidding. No, ay, Dios mío. Ay, por motivos que me pega mi marido, <laughs> por motivos que me pega mi marido, que no tengo, no es tequila, es... Agua. Agua. Bendita. Oh, can you actually drink agua bendita? Uh, yeah, you're blessed really? two times more than anything. Are you serious? Yes. What? I, I did not you know can, that. I thought that it was like a Mich sin or something. Michelle, agua bendita is a is a padre or un, un párroco, un priest, or even a diácono. They can bless the water and then it becomes holy. And then it's holy. Oh. Can we drink it? I don't think you can drink it. I don't think you, we drink I don't the sangre think, de Cristo every Sunday. Yeah, but that's wine. Pre-pandemic. And it was bendecida in a different yeah, way. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Yep. So yep, anyways, yep. guys. Pero tita, ¿cómo estás? You didn't <laughs> say how you're doing. I am doing very good. Today, it's the beginning of the year. Happy New Year. Yep. I didn't start my New Year until el uh, pelos de lote was out of <laughs> office. Y finalmente, we start today with a, a very... A brand new president. A brand new president. Estamos estrenando. Finalmente, mm -hmm. estamos estrenando... Otro presidente que tiene media pata en el panteón, pero de menos es nuevo y de menos este a ver cómo nos va. Yeah, um, Vamos a ver. he gives us a lot of hope. So yes. let's hope that, you yes. know, he does great things. We're really, can, mm -hmm. really, really excited and looking forward to see what he will do for our, um, our country and this nation. Absolutely. And we are actually going to be talking about the um, upcoming Biden-Harris plan. And mm -hmm. we are very excited to touch on, briefly touch on it, because I know everybody and their mother is talking about what's going to happen, what's been happening politically. Um, pero en el reporte político de pendejos, obviamente, we're going to dive deeper into what the plan is, what it means, and what we can look forward to. Mm -hmm. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I'm excited too. Um, should we, before we jump into the reporte politico, talk about the farandula just a little Ooh, bit to see what is going on bitch. out there? 
Yeah. <laughs> what is when happening? I, oh my God. A lot of funny <laughs> things. But we'll start with some serious shit, okay? The first things first is that the FBI is looking for any information regarding the Capitol Hill insurrection so you they're coming for you se ma -ma Todos ustedes se la pelaron. they got Todos. your cell phone towers they by the way <laughs> the self i mean not that your cell phone towers i'm sorry they got you, well yeah they, they have your photos yep. they have your information there are people riding you out reporting you left and fucking right so don't be right now if you really don't want to get caught i would not be like bragging about I was at Capitol Hill. I was there. It was like this. We fucking, we busted it. They gonna Stop. get you. Stop, please. <laughs> because you will be caught. Yep. I literally saw this meme of this girl who had been like um, mistreated by her uncle. Oh God. For being a Black Lives Matter protester. And her uncle was like super like far right, like completely on the opposite end. Her uncle ends up going to the riot right she fucking texts her uncle and she's like hey so given that you um bashed me for being a black lives matter protester and a rioter and you talked all this shit and you made like my family turn against me or whatever the fuck i've actually like reported you to the fbi and uh Se lo merece. it was a meme so the the uncle was like what the fuck i don't know if it's real because you know yeah. memes come and go but dude I that was, would have been hilarious if it's if it is a true story it's funny and if it's fake it would have been a that funny was story a fucking laugh out loud moment mm -hmm. where i'm like literally choking of how fucking hilarious it was i was like oh my god se lo chingo so mm -hmm. i fucking love all of you um blm protesters that have no give no fucks it's mostly oh i thought you were gonna say all of you meme creators <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say meme, thank you meme creators all of you meme creators <laughs> yes Obvio, obviamente los que hacen memes nos claro. también. pero this girl did not give a single flying fuck and i just live for that it's mostly gen z gen you gen my z. kind of girl yes dude gen z motherfuckers you guys literally no and fucks. I see it firsthand in my little sister. And this is like famous for Gen Z's. Like they're the type of people that won't ask for ice. Like they won't bother a server to like, can I get some ice or can I get some extra napkins? But they will fucking body bag a uh, MAGA protester or a MAGA rioter. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, they're, I think they the, are sad. They're a Look at my breed. sister. No offense. Dude, no, seriously. She's a like, savage savage she's like very sweet with i just feel like she's there's like the little things that she'll like no i can't i'm not gonna bother anybody about that but yeah. when it when it comes to like genuinely things that matter socially this bitch oof i don't even get me started and my mm -hmm. sister's the same way too so yeah i don't know it could just be just our family because we're that fucking amazing guys well, well yeah our family's pretty amazing <laughs> not gonna lie we got a pretty cool family <laughs> Y We pues, um, moving on, pues que yes. andaba ya la J-Lo y la Lady Gaga, no sé si las vistes en la inauguración. Cante, cante. Andaban cante, cante, praising um, Daddy Biden. Daddy Biden? Daddy Biden. Biden, I si no te gusta. El Biden. Biden. <laughs> Biden. I love how the, she, she did a hand gesture like Biden. My brother, when he says goodbye to me now. He's like, Fito? Yeah. He's like, Biden. <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. Um, oh, my God. But hey, the, the next thing is so juicy. When I first 
Reddit, guys, when I was getting ready and prepping for all of this. I could not believe what I was seeing. But um, Little Wayne and Kodak Black got pardoned. The four pardoned, <laughs> four hip hop artists that were pardoned um, by Donald Trump before yeah, he left office. He, Can you believe that? The one thing he probably did right was, I would say, the prison reform shit by la mami Kim K que apoyó en eso y influenció también mucho because she did have a lot of influence and I don't care what anybody's yeah. like the shit that they want to talk about or whatever she had a lot of fucking influence and it's all maybe it was in correlation with clout maybe it was in correlation with him getting clout um, but the one thing that I would say prison reform and pardoning uh, Lil Wayne and Kodak Black I so, thought that was hilarious. Honestly, I was like, like what? Yeah. They're pardoned? You literally, you've, you've <laughs> fucked us for four years. The least you can do. The one thing that I'm so sad, and like this is, <laughs> this is so sad, is he didn't pardon. Um, oh, yeah. Tiger King. That's actually the next point, guys. Pobrecito. <laughs> Joe did. Exotic rents a limo because he thought that Donald Trump would pardon him. <laughs> Joe Exotic rented a limo. Because he thought that Donald Trump was going to pardon him and he was going to leave prison or jail in in a limo. limo. Poor guy. Pobrecito. He got his hopes up for nothing. Yeah, he didn't get pardoned. Donald Trump ni siquiera le puso atención. That would have been like, honestly, Joe Exotic lives in a special place in all of our hearts because he was... He was our the, entertainment when pandemic hit, yeah, he was there. He was, the, he was primera, there by our side. He was la primera temporada del pandemic. Sí. I would say. Sí, sí, sí. Primera temporada. You uh, know, Tiger King for sure. Carol uh, Baskin. Carol Baskin, that bitch killed her husband. Whacked, whacked him. him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh I love it. God. I love it. But anyways, moving on. Uh, and as I may begin. Bienvenidos al reporte político de pendejos. Previously on el reporte político de pendejos. You know how they do that in the yeah, yeah, yeah. Previously on. Previously on. <laughs> Previously on. Keeping up with Nope as well. We move on to uh, last time we were here. We were talking about breaking fucking news about what was going on in the Capitol. Now we have it's old news now. Yeah. So now what's happening now? Um. Basically, if you don't know yet, uh, there was a MAGA rally and Donald Trump, there's like a fucking timeline on NPR and I'm going to tag it and that's going to be our source. Um, Like at one o'clock or 12 o'clock, around 12 o'clock, empezó este güey con el pinche rally and like inciting violence, just Mm -hmm. fucking saying, go get them, go like fucking claim um all of this shit right like claim the voter fraud or whatever the fuck they're like oh there was voter fraud all this shit they were gonna take back the country how with 100 people i don't fucking know but they were gonna take back the country well you know and so um what ended up happening was that they made it to the capitol they were breaking in they started breaking shit down and a total of six people ended up dying. And this is fucking sad. That's just so sad. It's fucking sad. For what? Six American lives. Fucking left and right. I don't give a fuck. Six American lives ended. Like six people was had it, to fucking die over someone inciting hate and yeah. violence. And it was it's fucking sad. One of them being a veteran. Yeah. And um, her name was Ashley Babbitt. She was an Air Force veteran from San Diego. 
Um, they she was trying Pero, to like was I, it really was it really worth it wasn't she all literally this? no she had given up all of already she had given up her rights her freedoms to fight for this country and she ended up being brainwashed by this fucking buffoon and <laughs> if you literally it doesn't matter like everyone's like oh no um she broke the fucking law she was trying to break in she was trying to hurt people mm-hmm. point blank period that was going that was the consequence of her action and honestly it really hurts me that she made it to this point where she thought i don't know what what was going through her head and i saw an interview with her brother saying i on a side note i really it's unfortunate that my sister thought this way because it ended up taking her life her life it cost her her life it cost her her life and you know at the end he didn't even i don't think the pre- or Donald Trump even like addressed her death. Did he? He probably did, but you in a way so? that would incite incite more violence. Yeah, probably. In a way that would like metiendo más leña al puto fuego. Yeah. No, instead of like instead of like stopping and kind of holding back. Yeah, he did one press release or one video release, but instead yeah. of like actually la verdad, en vez de que dijera. Puta, la cagué. Él nunca va a decir puta, la cagué. Él nunca lo va no, a decir. No, no. Nunca. His, his, do you think his big old pride is, no. or ego and pride are going to let him do His ego is, better, is nope. bigger than everything, everything about that man. Um, but yeah, she was one of the people that died. Um, three other protesters died in the riot um, for medical emergencies. Um, a Capitol Police officer, Brian uh, Sicknick, uh, he died he was beat up by rioters. He was oh beat my up God. and he went home. Like he went home hella, like beat the fuck up and he died of like internal bleeding. Wow. I am just so protecting the Capitol from people that claimed blue lives matter. This man, police officer fucking died. This is just so sad. Just fucking it breaks my heart. It was disgusting. It was fucking disgusting. And it's really, it's genuinely like a, a fucked up situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then four days later, Capitol Police Officer Howard Leibengood, uh, who was at the Capitol during the riot, he killed himself. Um, I there. Wait, the, so he just, was, he wait, he was at the riot? He was at or? the riot. He was like among... The police officers that were were helping that were like beat up, shoved, mistreated Mm. by the same people that claimed being patriots. They were fucking terrorists. I don't give a fuck what you say. Those people would have been any other fucking race. I'm just glad that it wasn't any like Black Lives Matter people because imagine how much more different they would have been tear gas. They would have been shot up. It would have been a fucking massacre. Yeah, exactly. It would. I feel like the amount of people that you know unfortunately passed away due to this would not have compared to the amount of the injured and probably even killed if it was like any other form. But oh no, absolutely not. If it were any other race. That's, if that's it were so any other race, I can guarantee you that they would have been yeah. branded as terrorists across the country. And they are. They they I they are domestic terrorists. They mm-hmm. broke into the Capitol. And what our duty is to do is to protect our Constitution. Yeah. And they were literally fucking attacking police officers like and don't get me wrong. This happens on both ends. So let's be a little 
impartial here. Yes, yeah. it happened on both ends, but Black Lives Matter protests were fighting for social justice, something mm-hmm. very fucking different. Yeah. People, uh, like lives after lives after lives, numbers and countless of fucking lives being lost at the hands of police, that is different. It's a longer fight. It's more complex. It's it's based on systemic racism. It's based on this country's history mm-hmm. of just like, if you think about it, we, we, I think about it like, fuck, we had slaves. Like this shit really happened. Yeah. Not no. we, bitch. Cause I, and it wasn't was even in, that long ago because sure. It was like human life. It was a long time ago, there, but realistically speaking in the terms of all of the years of existence, this was not that long ago. Michelle, it was Martin Luther King, you know, in the sixties that, Michelle, you know, this just happened. There were people in the people serving in Congress right now and the Senate right now, the same people that are running our government were people that lived through an era of segregation. Yeah, that's right. Where it's people, crazy for me to pe- think that an era of segregation, these motherfuckers, mm-hmm. they're out here 70, 80 years old and they lived through this. <laughs> el único que yo he visto time and time again, that has always held it down is Bernie Sanders. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Bernie, we're going to talk about Bernie. Sí, later, tenemos but- una una sorpresita para el Bernie. Para el Bernie. <laughs> Tenemos una sorpresita para nuestro, nuestro papá. Nuestro corazón. Nuestro abuelito Bernie. Oh, la foto. Oh, my God. So right now there's a photo oh going God. viral of Bernie going like this. And, and for those listening, he's he's like sitting down on a chair. De manita cruzada. De manita cruzada mm. con sus guantitos. Está todo frío. Está así sentadito nomás como muy inocentito, tan tierno. I loved it. It just it warmed my heart. Todos tienen pinche iPhone. Busquen sí, la pinche foto. Sí, póngale Bernie Sanders este en the, was it in the um, inauguration or whatever? The inauguration, yeah. Inauguration. Inauguration. Perdón, mi pronunciación. Perdón, desafortunadamente su pronunciación ha dejado el edificio, pero regresará muy pronto. Gracias. 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 Oh, <laughs> what the fuck was that? Era el acento español. Yo solo tengo un acento de viejito. Es que a mí me gustan las habichuelas, pero me inflaman el colon. You guys, every time she makes that noise, or whatever the fuck it is, that noise, it's because it's not even, I don't even know what it is. It's just a noise. Ew, it makes me cringe. Stop. Las habichuelas me inflaman el colon. Quiero dos, por favor. ¿A ti no te inflaman el colon las habichuelas? No, stop. A mí sí me inflaman muy feo. Ew, what is next? What's next? <laughs> Please. Okay, um, we're going to talk. Oh, you guys. So today we make history was made. Oh, sí. We have the first vice president of the United States, a woman, a minority, a black woman, um, an Indian woman, right? She's, yeah, she, she's, I think like, she's Indian. She's, yeah, she's half and half. So you guys. History, big time, a hundred years. So in 1920, um, the 19th Amendment passed, making allowing for women to vote. Fast forward a hundred years, we see our first vice president, a woman, fighting for social justice, fighting for women's rights, fighting for everything across the board. So honestly, just couldn't say how fucking proud I am. Not only does it give me hope, it really gives me someone to look up to. Wow, this woman, she made it happen. From Berkeley, from California, she's a Californian. 
um just absolutely it's absolutely amazing and it gives you yeah. know a lot of women hope because we're slowly working our way up you know and making ourselves known and our presence known that we're and it's actually we were just having this conversation with ricky earlier because women have now discovered that you know we have so much knowledge and the equality that you no longer have to do what the olden days you know what people used to do way back then you know like where you're more than a a house a housewife and that's what you're a servant you're more than um someone's second you're more than standing behind a man and standing by your husband you are powerful you exactly are strong. you're strong you're independent you are independent you are capable you have a choice whether or not you want to bring children into this world yes. it's not just what you're oh, known for don't even fucking get me started we'll be talking about that on another note but yeah the inequality in women's rights on having children mm-hmm. or not it's fucked up in this country yeah. but again we'll be talking about that probably in another episode in another episode that way we can go in in depth for um, sure. with it all we love spending time here with you and we love um sitting in front of this camera and nos vo- gustan que nos escuchen cuando digo que me inflaman las habichuelas el no. colon es que me inflama el colon bien rico this bitch i am out <laughs> michelle's uh, she's quitting episode I, number I three officially she's quitting. quit yeah michelle she she's gonna do an entire episode doing her fucking bomb she has really good accents yeah okay I, i'm, I'm okay she's she has a really good what spanish accent well i could do it okay maybe i could try i could try to see if i can like challenge myself to speak like a spaniard es que lo the que pasa whole es que, entire episode you know christian my boyfriend christian every time without we try to talk like vale, vale. Le, he talks with the lisp or he tries to <laughs> he tries to do it i don't know I'm like that is not how you do it and yeah. then he's like why not like i can't I, I, I can't i can't la rosalia rosalia you guys i can't that literally makes me cringe <laughs> Okay, seguimos por favor on. seguimos con el reporte político de pendejos la agenda de nuestro papá Biden si no les gusta Biden um, es que he's going to begin to tackle COVID-19 um, oh yeah I heard that in the, in the news this morning right les vamos a aquí we're going to tag now simplified on Instagram we'll probably link them down below now simplified we don't know who they are there's no partnership but they are a uh, IG page that simplifies politics and it literally has all of their sources um they kind of show you the basic perspective you literally don't have to go to college anymore for fucking political science you could just go on now simplified now this politics there's a shit fuck ton so you want to talk about it there's a fuck ton of political pages that are really amazing um but they don't necessarily touch on latino the latino community per se um, but, but just in general, in it's general. great information. Source. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. um, on his agenda, we have um, him tackling COVID-19 and <laughs> um, he's going to begin a mandatory federal mask mandate. So any federal building, you are going to have a mask and 
He also plans to specifically invest $25 billion into vaccine rollout on his first day in office to ensure that the distribution distribution um, is as equitable and efficient as possible. Okay, entonces significa que nos va a poder este... Quiere asegurarse que no porque tengas dinero vas a tener la vacuna. La prioridad de número uno son nuestros viejitos y la gente que está más... Um, en contacto con los viejitos. En contacto con los viejitos y la gente que está más como... Um, expuesta. A, expuesta mm -hmm. y a riesgo de, de contra, like, contraer el coronavirus. Like bank workers. Because nobody lost... ever, ever mentions... They always say, oh, grocery store workers. I even Bitch. heard bus driver, but they never say Shots bank fired. employees. <laughs> I work for a bank, man. Grocery store. Shots fired, bitch. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. No, I'm, 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 I'm a little booty tickled. Because of that. Nobody ever says that. Okay, we are also going to... Anyways, dismissing <laughs> our grocery store, our frontline workers. Thank bitch, you. Whatever. Rant over. Um, re, uh, we will be rejoining the who. Who is a who? Uh, the who is a... <laughs> the who is the World Health Organization. So on July 7th, 2020, the White House formally announced the United States' withdrawal from the World Health Organization, effective July 6th, 2021. Okay. Um, Trump said he decided to withdraw as a result of the WHO misleading the world when COVID-19 was first discovered by Chinese authorities. So the only misleading that happened was in 2016 when Facebook and Russia invaded um, our social media and let Trump win. That was the only misleading. Oh, yikes. So fuck you. Um, <laughs> and so we're rejoining the WHO, the World Health Organization, um, as being one of the most powerful countries in the fucking world. Why the fuck wouldn't we be in? In the who? In the who? You know, it makes me think of Dr. Seuss. Yeah, we're going to be in, in a lot of Dr. Seuss. We're going to be in Dr. Seuss is the best doctor alive in this yeah, world. Exactly. So we're going to be in Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci. Who's Fauci? And Dr. Miami. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'll get a booty one day. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Now, um, this one is very important. So this, he has a plan to reunite families. Okay. This is the last key point that we have. Oh, in immigration reform. But, um, el plan de Joe Biden es de reunir las familias que están en la frontera ahorita. There are still 628 children that are unaccounted, like, uh, that are separated from their parents, that they can't fucking find their parents. 628 criaturas. Están ahorita en la frontera y no han localizado a sus padres. Quiero que entiendan algo. Yo, como madre de un perro, porque no soy madre de nada más que un perro, ahorita todavía soy mamacita, todavía no tengo hijos, así es que todavía me brindo como mamacita, pero yo, como, como madre, no me pudiera imaginar estar separada de mis hijos y no saber dónde están mis hijos. I agree, I... I don't even think I'm working so hard to be able to be a stay-at-home mom because I don't even think that I'm going to be able to be apart from my children unless I absolutely think, you know, or absolutely need to, like, as a last resort. But I, you know, I guess it really comes down to, like, if you're in a place such as Mexico or and you're coming from a low socioeconomic 
um, you know, background or whatever, if your, um, you know, your lifestyle is just, you know, you're better over there, even if I'm not with you versus being here with me. And that's just really, really, really sad that they have to be in this situation. Um, you know, all these children without their parents. I can't even imagine like how they felt being so scared. And this is what where we're going to transition over to. And, ju- and, and just think about there. These are little kids. OK, think yeah. about the trauma that that's going to carry out. I, you know, studied psychology for just a little bit. But the trauma that kind of, you know, when a child goes through trauma, it carries on for the rest of their life. It affects them in so many different levels that they're going to have probably, you know, socialize, socializing um, issues. They're not going to, you know, be able to perform as if they would have had a normal um, childhood. I'm not saying that this going to be impossible, but it just sucks. I mean, poor children, you know, they, they're going through really traumatic yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, imagine how scared they must be. Imagine how, yeah. you know, not seeing their mom, their loved ones. And if you're there by yourself not or with a chip, like yeah, they're yeah, even with a with sibling, their parent, not knowing when they're going to see their parents again, literally um, being fed. We don't know what they're being fed. They're in cages. Yeah. They they this is all new to them. They have this huge person. They've never even seen America. Yeah, they have these perceptions and these stories that are told by it's their like, parents. Why, why are we even and here if this is what, what we if came this for? Is the fucking hell that you brought me to. Why are we here? So, yeah. um, this is where we're going to transition on to kind of your journey. Yeah, and like how what did you feel um, when you first got here, and how first of all, how old were you, and um, qué fueron como los sentimientos que primero sentiste para empezar. Cuando primero llegaste a los Estados Unidos. Yeah, so I was born in Mexico and I was raised in Mexico till I was 11 years old. She was born in Tangancicuaro, Michoacán. No, I was born in Tamora. Ella es de Tangancicuaro, ella es de rancho. My sister and my brother were born in Tangancicuaro. No, I was capping. actually, I was she's a, like, she's like, Yo soy de ciudad. Ella es de ciudad. She's like, yo nací en Zamora. One time I Not told that it you. makes a big difference, but yeah. <laughs> One time I told you, remember that I was like, um, oh, tú naciste en Tangancicuaro, you were raised there, huh? And you're like, no, yo nací en Zamora. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, she got hella defensive. I was and I'm like, like, oh, first sure. of all, first of all, oh, fuck. No, I was born in Zamora. It makes a huge difference, apparently. Not, even though earlier I said not that it makes a big cesaria, difference. Cesaria, I natural. think it was natural. natural. I think my mom gave all three natural ah, births, bueno. if I'm not mistaken. Qué bueno. Los de cesaria salen medios. No sé. ¿Por qué tú fuiste de cesárea? No, yo fui natural. <risa> no, no se crean, no se crean. No, yo no fui cesárea, pero yo, yo fui, um, yo fui boxeadora, dice mi madre. Yo, no, pues. Yo boxeaba a mi madre desde, desde, desde el vientre. Y yo ya era que rebelde. Ya era rebelde desde, mi, desde el vientre. rebelde. Y soy rebelde. <risa> No. <laughs> no. I can't. You guys, I quit. No, no seas así, hombre. Okay, bueno, pues la verdad. Okay, no. Okay, back to seriousness. Back to seriousness. See, sí, um, I was born in Zamora. Let me sí. clarify. 
Anyways, just kidding. No, I was actually raised in Mexico, in Zamora. Um, my parents lived in Tangancícuaro, which mm-hmm. is where they had their business. Mm-hmm. And we were well off, you know, um, from the beginning, you know. And I mean, we weren't rich per se, but we were well off because, you know, Mexico thrived on mom and pop shops. Mm-hmm. Everybody was a business owner um, up until Mexico opened its doors to the large corporations such as yeah. Walmart, yeah. Home Depot, Sam's. Um, Sam's is like a Costco. And um, essentially, my dad's business went in the negatives. And we were after that um, um, perfect life or American style, right? My dad Mm -hmm. had already lived here in his youth. So we ended up coming to the States and I was age 11. Yeah. 11 years old. mm -hmm. And I... Nunca, nunca se me va a olvidar el día que llegó Michelle. Este, estábamos en la casa. Yo me acuerdo que mis papás se fueron y no me dijeron a dónde. Um, pero le dijeron a mi abuelita, oh, ahorita regresamos. Um, y se fueron y cuando regresaron, uh, regresaron. They came back with a full load. They came back with a full load. <laughs> regresaron. Bendito Dios, teníamos un, un ranchito en Cotari, a uh, mis papás teníamos una casa grande que nos uh-huh, había vendido uh-huh. nuestro tío, ¿ah? que amamos y adoramos, pero esa casa, en esa casa uh, pudimos hospedar a muchas familias y a través de los años um, y primariamente mis padres, verdad, porque no era mi casa, pero con con esa crianza y ese ejemplo de poder abrir tus puertas de tu casa y hospedar a la gente es algo tan hermoso porque eso fue yep. Eh, eso fue como la formación de, de tener de ser una persona generosa, ¿no? Entonces, claro, you you got taught since very young, sí. you know that you, a roof over your head is a blessing, and that oh, and, yeah. and it's a blessing that not everybody has. And when she came, here in the states, yeah, cuando, or I'm sorry, outside of the states, not yeah. everybody has that. Cuando Michelle llegó aquí, yo para empezar estaba súper contenta. Like, I was so, you were like a fucking, I'm not going to lie and don't take this the wrong way, but you, to me, were like, you were like one of Joe Exotic's tigers to me. And I was Joe Exotic. Like, you were fucking, you were <laughs> so this different. exotic and different person. Like, I was like, oh my God, I love her so much. I've never seen anything like her. Like, you were normal. <laughs> like, you were normal, but you spoke different. You spoke Spanish only. Yeah. And we, hablábamos obviamente en todos español, pero claro. no el español zamoriano. Eh, o sea, no el español. O sea, de México. O sea, no el español de, de México. México. Sí. Mm-hmm. Um, entonces, pues, se nos, a mí se me hizo como que, oh, es diferente, es algo nuevo. I was just so excited. I remember, oh, sorry. <laughs> I remember like, I would, I fucking hugged you. I was like, Michelle, like, I have a best friend. I can't believe it. Yeah, she I was, was probably so, so fucking annoyed at me. No, I wasn't actually. I was like, wow, this girl loves me so much. Wow, okay. I remember every this time girl, you. I started off as a girl and now I'm her cousin. Now we're blood forever. Yes. <laughs> Silence from me. Okay, no, moving on. Pero But, la verdad, cómo cómo te sentiste? Uh, maybe not on your journey, pero cómo te sentiste um, estando acá y sabiendo que no podías regresar? I did not know. You didn't know. I did not know. 
You didn't no, know that you couldn't I didn't. Cook? No. So when I first came, I came with this perception because when you live in Mexico, you think that everybody who lives in the United States, just be, even though you're poor, you're still very well off in comparison to how some people live in Mexico. Even though you're low socioeconomic here in the States, yeah, no, you're still like an apartment where my parents live does not compare to like some homes in Mexico. Yes. And so what that meant was when I, my idea of when I first came to the States is I thought that I was coming to have that American dream. And in the beginning, I was really, really excited because A, I wanted to learn how to speak English. I thought I was going to have a better education. And I thought that things were going to be normal. And I knew that I had family here. I knew you guys always went every single year. Every year to we've visit, been, yeah, we've you been know. to Mexico. And we've, we had been going every year since we were like babies. Exactly. I remember like so my cousin like Miriam, thing. our yeah. cousin Miriam and Sarai, they would go over there into Mexico to visit yeah. as well. And I remember like one time, like they came over to visit and I spent the whole summer with my, at my grandma's house because yeah. they were over. And I was just so excited that my primas de, de los Estados Unidos, Unidos, you you know they were coming over to visit and we had so much fun we played las chicas super poderosas which is the powerpuff girls and whatnot we played so many different things yo siempre era la verde la verde era la más like tomboy and i always like connected with her with me with between sarai and brenda lee i was always a green bellota that's that's bellota yeah that's what you know she was called como lo mueve ese muchachota <laughs> Silence from my end. I know, pues. Anyways, I I, I told you from era? the beginning, make me cringe. If you want to make me cringe? Do that noise. What was what was the culture shock like for you? Like, what yeah. would you say? So that's where I was heading, right? So let's just say when I first came in Mexico, I just thought that the culture was going to carry the same in the states. I thought mm -hmm. that everybody, like for example, growing up. I got taken to school by my parents um, in the mornings. Walked I got to school, right? You were no, walked. No. Oh, they were in, in coche. Sí, porque my parents lived in Tangancicuero for some si time. Estoy actualizando en coche, no en carro. And then they would take they would take me, and then um, eventually, I my the 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 commute back and forth was just way too much, and my my. Uh, grandma was like, just have her stay with me. So I literally moved yeah. to to Samora to live with my grandparents. Yeah. And my grandpa would drive me to school. My uncle, which is my mom's brother, would pick me up. Me compraba mis papas. Me compraba anything that I would ask. I would love Dude, it. I was uh, such a spoiled little kid. And then they would take me. My mom would uh, take me home. My mom would meet for um, dinner. Because in Mexico at the time, I don't know if they still do it. But at the time, you open for business from like nine all the way until about one or two. Uh, and then you cena? close. La uh -huh. No, no, no. Like regular business. Oh, yes, yes, Regular yes, yes. business. Oh, todavía lo hacen. Sí, sí, como por ejemplo, mi abuelito, like my grandpa has his business in the front of the house. Yeah. And then he lit the house Eso is like común. atrás, uh -huh, mm -hmm. in Mexico. So since you know, the people live in the front, they, um, they just wake up, they literally go, they open their doors, my, my grandpa has a shop, and then they close from like one to like five. They close and for two hours, They no? close, uh-huh, correct. One to, and then one to I, three. 
Something like that. Algo así. Cierran, cierran hasta las 5, creo. And then um, that's where my mom would come every day. We'd comemos. That's where my aunt would come. My cousins. Everybody meets at that time at my grandma's house. Yeah. And then everybody, like, I would see my cousins every day. I'd see my aunts and uncles and everybody every yeah. day. And then they go back because they have to open. Y luego para la cena, everybody went to their house. Or todavía se juntaban para la cena. So everybody is just so... United. United. Siempre. And that, that, that was my life Monday through Friday. On Siempre. Friday, my, my dad would pick me up or my grandpa, somebody, they would pick me up. And then they would take me to my abuelita Catalina's house. Yeah. So to our mutual our grandma. grandma's house. Which she lived. Ride or die. Abuelita, yeah. si estás viendo este video. <laughs> te queremos mucho. Te queremos mucho. Te extrañamos. She would, um, she would, she lived in Hakona. So it's like Zamora and Hakona. They're like touching towns, neighboring towns. Sí. And I would get dropped off and I'd spend the weekend with my grandma. Yeah. So this was my life, my normality. And coming to the States... I knew that it was you guys. I knew that it was my tia Mila. I knew that it was my tío Victor. And I knew it was Miriam Sarayi. And that's all I knew. Because my dad's side of the family was on this side. Nobody from my mom's side was on this side. And in the beginning, and, in the beginning, it was like when they first got here, we met up all the time. Yeah. We made sure to hang out and meet up because, oh, they're, they're coming here. It's new. Yeah. And I think that over time we did lose. You guys moved away. Yeah. But it was like my very first, my very first perspective. I would ask my, I asked my Termila like, oh, where are you going? And she's like, oh, I have to go back to work, but we're about to eat. And then she'd be like, oh, yeah, mija, you're ya comí. Like, I already ate. And then I'd be like, oh, well, we're about to eat, though. You know, like, I, I it, <laughs> like it, confused. it didn't yeah. click yeah. in my head. And then I'd be like, oh, so we'll see, you, I guess, each other during the weekend. Because you're, on Sundays, they don't open for business. So on Sundays, typically, it was like the family gets together. Que nos yeah. vamos a ir a hacer una, una carne asada. Or que we're going to go do this. And it was the Siempre hang se out. Pues, la, la a dominguear. Que el, you know, my abuelita Cata, que el domingo... Íbamos a misa, mm -hmm. and then my dad would pick me up. I'd get taken back to my other grandma's house, and I was just with family 24-7. And coming what? here, it was just like a culture shock because yeah. I realized that that wasn't done here. And I remember, you know, waiting to go to school. And when, on my very first day of school, my the teacher said, oh, today the, today's activity, you're going to draw your family. And I remember just sitting there thinking, in this piece of paper? And then... She, she was like, yeah, you're going to draw your family. And I'm yeah. like, what grade are you in? Fifth grade. Fifth grade. I was and in then, fourth grade. Yeah, yeah you were, were in fourth grade. Apart, yeah. mm -hmm. And then I was like, what do you mean my family won't fit in this piece of paper? <laughs> she was like, what do you mean? You <laughs> got to draw. Yeah. And then she's like, I yeah, was like no. why would they, in my mind, guys, I didn't see family as my mom and dad, brother and sister. When you said family to me, yeah, I literally thought my grandmas, my cousins, you know, there mi is no. I'm going to have to draw a whole family tree because the family perception that you have si. in Mexico, it's not mom, dad and brothers. It's a whole unit. And so to me, that was just like, and then she was like, oh, no, just your mom and your dad. And I'm like, but that's not my whole family. Yeah. Like, why would you ask me to draw my family and only ask me to put my mom and my dad and my siblings? Because that's not it. And that that's when I realized that 
culture i didn't realize it at the time but that's when i realized it was like a big fucking difference i hated it yeah and then that's when i know uh, our little cousins definitely they moved uh to they moved to california and then mm -hmm. to arizona but they 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 took a big hit too like not only life and la vida in mexico de la que yo la sé y esto es como una persona turista esto no es como una una mexicana nacida allá y criada allá es como una pinche pochita entrando y viendo una perspectiva distinta pero la vida en México era una vida muy es una vida bueno la que vivíamos la que vivían nuestra familia es una vida muy sencilla uh-huh. es una vida que te levantabas mi abuelita hacía su pan su pay nos íbamos caminabas tres cuadras llegabas a la plaza Agarrabas tu mandado, tu verdurita, tu bolillo. Every day. Tu bolillo. Fresh. Every single day. You would wake up, walk three blocks to la plaza, el mercado. You would grab your bolillo, tu bolillito, tu quesito fresco del mm-hmm. rancho. Y llegaba todos los días del rancho. La leche también te la llegaba. La leche. La leche. Como dirán mm-hmm. los, los paisanos. Los, uh, el, el pasoans. Los de Chihuahua. Los de Chihuahua. La leche fresquecita, la verdura fresca, recién piscada, que tenía, que tenía pinches químicos o lo que sea. Tal vez los. No, it was just raw. Tal vez los corporativos sí, pero los que vendían en el mercado no. Era verdura de los ranchos. Oh, sí, sí. En un un pinche ranchero, ¿cuándo iba a andar agarrando.? Hierba o químico, lo que sea. They couldn't afford that shit. So everything... Organic You would and come fresh. back, you would make breakfast, and then you, my grandma would go, we would, like, she would sell her pies. Or she would send my dad or my uncle or my aunt. She would, like, send them off. They would sell the pies. A diez pesitos el pie. Mm-hmm. Regresaban y se ganaban su día. En la noche era de comer. Y para la cena, eh, en la tarde era de comer. Y para la cena, siempre, sin falta, a los tacos. I think that that's when when you guys would come into town. That's what would happen. Well, that's what would (laughs) that would be like our schedule. But for them, it's probably different. It was different, of course. uh, Every now and then you did one or like, for example, in Zamora, there's this famous guy that has the best hamburgers and they call le llaman el fish. And he has the best burgers and hot dogs. Oh, it is so good. It's next to the church where I was baptized. That's all I know. And I know how to get oh, to it. bitch. There's like a hundred million churches in Zamora. No, no, no. But I'm saying like this one in particular <laughs> is next to the one where I, I was, was baptized. Say, That's how I know. If any of you have ever been to Zamora and you can attest to this, I'm not capping. There is a church on every fucking every block. Corner. Every corner, every block. You look up, you see church bells all the time. Actually, and Lord, s- Jesus Christ, like I, I appreciate it. But in ev- like, I'm like, there aren't enough people to fill all of these churches. The, uh, Zamora has the tallest yes. um, cathedral cathedral La Catedral de- of Central and South America. <gasps> mm-hmm. I, thought Zamora. The, I, thought of, I thought just of Mexico. I believe it's also, in, I don't think there's another one as tall in Shit. South America. Yeah, they took America. Like, what, 25 years. Yeah. More, like yeah, a more. long time. Es la, el uh, Santuario Guadalupano. Is it Santuario? Yeah, creo que se llama el Santuario Guadalupano Guadalupano. de Zamora. Creo que sí. But dude, that's... Entonces, cuando tú... Cuando tú empezaste a ver la vida, cómo te te aclimataste, esta vida aquí es muy rápida. Don't you think? And I I, I remember, I had to tell my mom, like, mom, I want to go back. And then she'd be like, no podemos. No podemos. And I did not... 
I was not given per se a reason. Yeah. Because I did I thought I'm like, what do you mean we cannot? We could just pack our shit and go, go back. back. I miss my cousins. I miss I had, you know, two younger cousins. Their yeah. name are Oscar and Ramon. So I used to be like, I miss Oscarito and I miss Ramoncito and I want to go back to them. I want to hang out with them. I want to play with them. We had family in Guadalajara. So yeah. they would come and visit all the time. And it, we, we just, we had an amazing time. We were just a fucking yeah. amazing family. And it was just like, I don't know, man. It was just not the same. And I hated my life. Yeah. I hated it and then my mom would be like no we cannot go back this is our new life now and we have to stay and then I'd be like no but I don't want to stay and then um once I remember once I asked like why can why can't we go back like I don't see what is stopping us and at the time you know partially um part of the reason why we also came here is because my dad was an alcoholic um which i think that 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 could be a whole different discussion for a different episode with alcoholism and stuff but um i said why are we here you know like my dad's habits aren't getting any better yeah and we're here and my i don't have my my grandma i don't have anybody that you know i was used to seeing you were my whole yeah life primarily by your grandmothers too like yep her like our grandma and her grandma we're a literally day-to-day life it's like mm-hmm. losing it's like losing your godmother it's like your grandma is it's like losing the people that you see every single day boom out of nowhere because gone. you cannot go back you had us but we were fucking annoying but you, i mean you had <laughs> us and we we literally we tried we're best friends to this fucking day like we yeah. we're blood in blood out like literally forever and ever so we're we're not even like there are best people, friends the, the best way to best describe friends. this is like we're fucking sisters yes and that's how we were yeah. raised There's and that's no, yeah. how close we um i am we sisters were. with miriam sarai my two sisters and then you denise and that's like my first cousins they're my sisters there's not like no it's like a blurred line yeah of like there's no that's just how we are oh she's your cousin like no that's my blood right there like no that's it's i don't know how to explain it because i don't even see you as like oh she's my bestest friend no it's like there's it's kind of like i have no choice like i will ride or die for you any day yeah exactly and vice versa (laughs) it's the same thing so i don't expect her i expect some things from her because she is like my blood but with a best friend, it's always a condition. You have a line. I feel yeah. like with me personally, I'm so hard on you sometimes because I just want you to see, you know, things. Bueno, pues desafortunadamente ya se emputó mi prima, así es que mejor me cayó. I oh. One minute, please. Wow. Yes, I don't know why it oh, makes cool. me. Wowzers. I don't know why it makes me cringe. I'm, gonna I'm just like stop video. talking I'm like gonna that. I'm going to link the video. Um, it's a stupid fucking uh, YouTube thing. Sh- YouTube no, thing. please don't. Don't go watch it, but she'll post it <laughs> down below. Que que? Que quien soy? Si yo lo supiera, no lo estuviera preguntando. I don't get it. No, it's fucking hilarious. You guys have to watch it. It's stupid. If you guys, I don't smoke weed, but if any of you guys smoke weed um, or you're like microdosing on acid or shrooms or whatever the fuck you guys like to do, anything, 
watch that. You will, I can guarantee you, you're going to fucking die. It's so funny. You probably have to be lit though. To I, I laugh. I'm kind of crazy. So I laugh at it being sober. Like, oh, that's so funny. But I would say watch it. Like if you're lit or something, it's really funny. I'll link it. She doesn't want me to, but I'll link the video. No, no, no. I want you, you guys can to link know it. what I'm referring to when I say shit like this. Anyways, yeah. That's, okay. Bye, Dan, if you don't like it. Bye. I, Damn. Bye, Dan. She's <laughs> kicking over here. She's, no, she, her mom wasn't lying. Bye, Dan. My mom thought I was going to be a boy, dude. That's why I came out a tomboy. She literally, she's like, va a ser niño. She didn't know. She never had ultrasounds or anything. I'm what? like, how the, no, she didn't. She never had my Wait, mom. So it was just a surprise whenever. It was, <laughs> surprise, Shade. <laughs> yeah, it was a surprise. Yeah, my mom, she probably dressed us. We were dre- we weren't dressed with a gender bitch. We were dressed with what my mother had to dress us with. <laughs> Makes sense. Literally, like she didn't. Well, my brother was born and then my sister was born. And then when I was born, well, she already had my sister's clothes. So we were fine. And then anything after. So pretty much my older brother and sister were kind of like the experiment. So when they <laughs> when they were born, like okay, yeah, chingamos, ya fueron dos, entonces ya los que salgan. No, sí. Well, just and we there's five off, of them, guys. In case you're wondering, we there's lived five. off of hand me downs. Yeah, so it was. I mean, it was fine. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's a different time. Um, and maybe the people that have been here longer, um, pre uh, the increase in border security and the cages and all of this huge like political yeah. movement. Um, on immigration and like the caravanas, they probably have, yes, rough fucking stories on their journey, their immigrant mm-hmm, journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like they didn't have, for a lot of the times, I feel like a lot of immigrants, they didn't have a choice. Yep. The kids didn't have a choice. Um, there's you- actually a really good book out there to best describe this experience because evidently it's one thing when you're going through it. And, yeah. and again, I feel like probably the next episode we can pick up and go more in depth or, you know, focus on a particular area or emotion. This one in particular, I, would, I wanted yeah. to feel more on emotion and yeah. the culture shock and how it went for me. Yeah. But there is a book called The Distance Between Us. Mm-hmm. And this book is just so... Um, I mean, I, I opened it and I started reading it. And let me if, let me find out who it's... Quiere llorar! Quiere llorar! Quiere... No. But it literally... This, it's this girl who literally yeah. wrote her whole entire... Um, story of story. her journey yeah of, yep. i think we we uh i think we had to read it in sociology for one of my classes um but yeah i heard it's a really really good book um what i was gonna touch on more so was like for a lot of like immigrant kids um that are more like our age like mm-hmm. you for example yeah. you didn't have a choice no nope. and a lot of people didn't have a choice and then that passes on to your parents pushing you to go to college mm-hmm. pushing you to do this you also didn't have a choice. No. I was pressured too to go to college by my parents, which is yeah, great. Yeah, because they didn't and want you, didn't, you to have to live the life or like lived. the un- uneducated Exactamente. life. And um, the book is called The Distance Between Us mm-hmm. um, by Reina Grande. So if you guys want to listen or listen to it, if you have like the audiobooks or whatnot, yeah. but I highly recommend reading mm-hmm. it if you're into reading. It's only but, like eight bucks, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like eight bucks on um, Amazon or whatnot for you know, a low price and it's a really good read. And then it, it just kind of outlines, you know, the immigrant life and what people have to go through. Yeah. And when I read this book, 
I could not help but relate to a lot of it. Oh, yeah. In particular, because I mean, given she writes her stories based on how poor they were and their life and how um, their quality of life, their quality of life and I fortunately I'm incredibly blessed that I never had to live the way that she had to live mm-hmm. but ella nunca tuvo que como para explicarles bien quiero que entiendan algo ella nunca tuvo que andar en burro okay <laughs> ella nunca nunca pisó la tierra no ella pero si siempre... tuve que andar en autobús no mames, güey. Pero eso es porque mi abuelita no maneja. No, porque mi abuelita no manejaba. Como nada en este mundo. Ustedes tienen un pinche privilegio aquí en los Estados United States. My, my, porque si vieran los camiones de allá en México. No, sí, la mera neta. Like, I remember one time I was being taken to school yeah. and my grandma was taking me and she put her wallet in her coat. And this guy that was sitting all the way in the back saw that. And then. Um, she um my grandma was like okay let's go and obviously she's a, this older lady and the guy was like oh déjele ayudo like let me help you grabbed my backpack and grabbed me and then walked me down and as he did that he let go of my hand and snuck his hand <gasps> in my grandma's pocket and totally just took her wallet and she had money in there that she owed to somebody that she was about to go pay la tanda no, she actually owed someone she money. She used to buy things and then they you make payments oh, and yeah. she finally oh, saved. Fiado. Yeah, she had saved enough money to pay it off. Sí. And then she like got all that money stolen. <gasps> no, no, no. Yep. En México siempre, mis tías siempre que íbamos a Guadalajara, siempre te metes la cartera en las chichis. Siempre. Yeah. Si quieres, si no tienes chichis, si quieres un boob job, una cartera y agárrate otra y metes la otra. Pero siempre era, <risa> la neta, siempre era de eso de que la cartera, la cartera. Una vez ya le andaban agarrando en la cámara a mi hermana y mi tía le gritó, ¡Rosy! Y ya Rosy volteó. Um, Rosy volteó y gracias a Dios pudo como... Like she could like flinch or like move. Yeah. Uh, because some guy was going to run up behind her and just fucking take her camera. Oh like, my God. Sure. It's crazy. I mean, but that's, that is... I mean, that's based on la pobreza que vive uno en México. Yeah. Like people that they, it's easier for them to jack your shit yep. than to like go get a job. Like yep. that's what it is. And but I ul- feel like next time, ultimately we should talk yep. more about like the effects in terms of like mental health yep. on a lot of people. And the trauma that that causes. And we can, that was basically my journey and the culture difference and yeah. how it made me feel. But then you can also talk about like how you were raised because how i was raised in mexico versus how the difference of how my siblings are different yes like they're entirely different because they're raised here and you could totally see that difference but um that is definitely something that we can talk about in the next episode for now let's go ahead and make the shift to La musica. Okay, so today we have three I'm songs excited. and they're specific to um, what's happening today, which is the inauguration. Yes. Y la primera, vamos a empezar, bueno, la primera vamos a empezar con el, el presidente viejito. Um, esta es una rola mamona. Um, yo describiría esta canción que puede aplicar uh, um, al presidente viejito, el que oh, ya no existe. Sí, el que ya no existe, el pelos de lote. El pelos de lote. Um, pero en vez de decir mm, vamos a decir shh mm. ok vamos a tocar la canción ok 
Vale. ¿Listo? La vaca. Shu. La vaca. Shu. La vaca. Boca viva vaca. Ay, Felicia. You're done. Get the fuck out. Boca viva vaca. Tengo una vaca lechera. Una vaca de venado. Tengo una vaca lechera. Una vaca de venado. Michelle, what did you think of this song when it came out and what? Okay, at this first is- I was very young. So then I was like, oh, okay, la vaca. But then, as uh, you know, this is the rola mamona for Esta this es la episode. Rola mamona del episodio, sí. Entonces la neta- dije, o sea, think about, okay, every time that we talk about la rola mamona, this is my thought process when we pick this. Yeah. Somebody once said, I am going to write a song. And for today's song that I'm going to be writing about or I'm going to be, you know, making this mega hit, this mega jam that is going to be released and dropped in the world, I'm going to make it about a fucking cow. Yep. And, and how does the cow go? La vaca. Mu. La vaca. Mu. El tron. Shoo. Se salió. <laughs> a la bush. Yep. Think about that for a second. Like, I'm going to write a song. Like, I remember I tried writing a song so that I could sing and whatnot. Like, my shit was poetic. And here's this guy making la vaca, mu, la maca, la maca, la vaca. La maca. Sorry, not la maca, la vaca. La maca. But think about that for a second. Porque estamos en California, está frío. But tell me... Si no, if you're at a quince, at a party, at Bitch, a backyard yes. thing, if they play this song, tell me you're not going to run the to the fuck on the out da- of your seat yep. and you're literally just going to... On the dance floor. La I even made up a dance every time that the song comes on. You go... You're like, step, forward, step, forward, push. Step, forward, step, forward, step, and push. push. I yep. think everybody... A lot of people do that. Really? I've seen them at quinces. Yeah, they go, jump, jump, push. push. Yep. Push. It's, Pero bueno. it's just a stamp. Okay, la canción... La, vie- la viejita pero bonita oh. aplica a nuestro abuelito Bernie. Sí, este, esta es la que queremos dedicarle a nuestro Bernie. Esta es la que le queremos dedicar a nuestro abuelito Bernie. You guys should have seen the video, the picture that's um, viral right now of Bernie. Manita, el manita que cosa. ya la puse, esa ya la puse oh, aquí. Sí, sí, la vamos a poner, discúlpeme. Sí, la vuelvo a poner otra vez. Mm. <laughs> de la manito cruzada. He was so cute, guys. He was so cute. But anyways, this is for you. From a beautiful Mexican artist, from us to you. Nobody, Nobody will ever be like you, Bernie. We I love you. Someone comes better than you, Bernie, but no one will ever be like you, Bernie. Esto es para ti. Te amamos, güey. Te extrañamos, abuelito. Tú eres el abuelito gringo que nunca tuve. For real. Oh. <laughs> Pero Bernie. Pero Bernie. No. Ay, ay, ay. No, no, no. Ay, ay, ay. No, qué tristeza, la verdad. <laughs> Honestamente, solo Dios sabe por qué pasan las cosas, pero el impacto y el movimiento y... La influencia, la verdad, la influencia que ha tenido ese hombre en mi vida y en la vida de muchos uh, es una influencia magnífica um, y una influencia con con poder, ¿no? O sea, mm-hmm. con mm-hmm. y con muchos años. Yep. The same fucking shit year after year after year fighting for social justice, fighting for fucking everybody. He's been there. Equality, everyone's right. Since like, Martin I, Luther King, there's pictures. Yeah, he's day one. Yep. A ride or die type of dude. All we right. love you. 
And to close, finally, she already spilled this out to you guys last, last week, episode. We, we were talking about this song, and I w- cracked the joke today that today is January first, a happy new year. Yeah, because we have a new president, and my year has Biden. just begun. Biden, if you don't agree with me, Biden. <laughs> but this is um, one of my new favorite songs. I've been blasting it, so it's probably going to be on my twenty twenty one top for Spotify. But here we go. I know. When this song came out, I was like, Happy fucking New Year! Happy fucking New Year! Happy fucking New Year with me. Hope you have a good time, every fucking good time. Hope you have a good time with me. This is just like if you blast this song, you will need some lights up in here, like. Geo could have been fucking <laughs> flashing the lights at us. All right. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you guys. Um, we are so excited for the future, for this year, for what's to come. And we're going to be here step by step on everything that's going on. And if you have any topics or subjects that you want us to talk about, Hey, send over your drinks too, man. Yes, we will They're, be featuring yeah. drinks next episode for sure. Yeah, because last time we had the cantaritos, those things were so good. I swear, I we had two other gatherings after that, and we had cantaritos on both yes. times. Yes, they were that good. So fucking exciting! <laughs> All right, guys, we love you. Thank you. Mwah.